Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Collins, running for Congress out of Georgia, which is where I lived from 2001 till 2016. I graduated the University of Georgia. And uh, needless to say, it seems like some uh, demons have been exercised from Athens, Georgia, with the dogs winning against Bama, none other, the other night. But enough of me waxing poetically. Mr. Michael Collins, please introduce yourself and tell everyone a little about yourself. Well, I I, I go by Mike. You can call me Mike, even though I, I, I put Michael on there. The only person ever called me Michael was my grandmother. But... Um, but I'm Mike Collins. I, I, I've actually live about 65 miles from Athens and uh, what's known as the 10th district here in Georgia, which is the seat that I'm running for, the congressional seat here, and it is an open seat. So uh, the current congressman is, is running for a statewide uh, seat, uh, and uh, so we're going to run for his open position in, in Congress. This happens to be a uh, very Republican district. Um, even after with the redrawing of the lines the last month, we're still, goodness, we're probably R20 on a bad day. Uh, so it's very good Republican, blue collar, hardworking folks get up every day, love to go to work, uh, feed their family, go to church on Sunday, and uh, just enjoy having to try to keep the government out of their lives. And uh, I, I don't know if you can see in the background there one of our signs, but uh I have uh, my wife and I, Leanne, and I have uh, for the past 30 years, we've been uh, raising some kids and uh, they're all grown now and, and running a pretty doggone successful trucking company down here in, in Jackson. Um, I'm second generation, actually. I, my parents were in the trucking industry and uh, I took it over when I was, I think I was 20 years old when I took over their company and saw that it really wasn't quite big enough for all of us to make a living. So my wife and I, we started started our own company with one truck. Today, our two sons run our operation. They have probably for about two years, and we run right at 115 trucks uh, out there going anywhere from around 45 states, I believe is what they've built it up to. A little bit different concept from when I had it, but, uh, but that's okay. Uh, that's what I got them for, new blood. And a new thought process. That's us in a nutshell. We run, uh, you know, Tommy, we're a very pro-Trump. Um, I tell people I was on Trump's train before he was even a nominee. And <laughs> I have never gotten off, never backed off. Uh, that man was singing my song when I when I got the opportunity to hear him at a, at a house uh, up in Atlanta, Georgia, at a small, small event. And uh, just uh, think the world of him. Matter of fact, I think he's probably the best president I've ever had in my lifetime. Um, also, I am as conservative to the core as you can freaking get. Um, you know, so people, I tell them every night, if, if you're looking for the guy to go up there, to go along, get along, compromise, civility, uh, bipartisanship, go out to eat lunch and dinner, um, I'm not your guy. I, I'm, I'm the guy that is going to go fix stuff. I'm the guy that is an entrepreneur. 
I'm a guy that goes, seeks out a problem, fixes the problem, gets it back on track. And then if you want to send somebody up there to go manage something, you can do that later when I come back in six years. But uh, my con- core conservative beliefs, I think, are one of the huge reasons that we have peddled our way to the uh, to the very front of the, uh, of especially the polling data out there. Um, man, you know, there's start out with 13 people in this race. We're down to 11. Uh, the latest poll, uh, Breitbart News did an article where they polled five races across the country. And uh, out of the 11, we're at 26%. And the closest competitor to me is at 10%. And he happens to be a former congressman uh, that was over this district uh, eight, eight years ago, I believe. So uh, we like where we're sitting. Um, you know, the, the other big issue is, man, I... I mean, I ain't ever been elected anything, you know. I'm, I'm just a business guy down here. I'm a business guy that's in the most regulated industry in the country. And uh, I have been getting my brains kicked in and my teeth kicked out for 30 years. And uh, you want somebody to take that experience to Washington, D.C., to use that experience and to get this federal government off of our backs and out of our back pockets, and then that's, that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, and, and people see that. We, we don't have any other agenda. There, there's nothing hidden out there. There's no career. Uh, there's no, no uh, wanting to go and get in with the lobbyist group up there uh, or, or anything else. Just go serve this district, this state, and this country and, uh, and take our country back. And that's what we're going to do. Well, what a beautiful introduction. I was going to say, you know, to just jump on so – to touch on things that I could perhaps, you know, relate to or anything, because I mean, if, if, you know, you came on here and started talking about quantum physics, I don't know anything about quantum physics. So I would just kind of sit here nodding, but let's, so let's, but let's, let's touch on some things we do know. And really too, we'll get into uh, big tech will be the second one, but just jumping on trucking. So I, know I don't know anything about trucking. I, I did two, grew up in, I was in Duluth, Georgia, went to high school in Atlanta, did two years at Valdosta State University, two years at the University of Georgia. But on this podcast, I have now, I've now interviewed four or five times Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of the mRNA vaccine, Dr. Peter McCullough, who's now Joe Rogan's most downloaded episode of all time. And they've come on here before. Uh, Dr. Malone did an episode with Mr. Joe Kent to talk about vaccine mandates and just ringing a bell. I do believe it's for all future listeners. Today is January 12th, Wednesday, January 12th, 2022. Was it two days ago that there was a vaccine mandate deadline for truckers? Is that correct? You know, I, I didn't keep up with it. Not going to keep up with it. Not going to apply. I'm not going to abide by it. You know, there is no reason for me to interfere in, in these employees of Collins Trucking into their health care. Any more than for us just to provide them health care coverage. Now, you know, you, you talk about an industry where, by God, I remember not too long ago, wasn't, but just like a year ago, that truckers were the heroes out there. Yeah. We needed them left and right. And now all of a sudden we're getting told that we have to do this and have to do that just to maintain a position in driving when you are by yourself <laughs> 90% of the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, to me, it's, it's just, an, it's just, it has nothing to do with mandates. We all know that. It, it is it control it purely compliance. has to do with control, compliance, and taking away your freedoms. 
because if it's the vaccine mandate today, who's to say that tomorrow they don't come in here and say, uh, Mike, anybody that weighs over 225 pounds that's over, that's under mm-hmm. six foot, they got to they got to lose weight or they can't drive. Uh-huh. Where does it end? It doesn't. It does not. It, you're exactly right. It does not end, and it's going to stop before it gets started. And uh, and and I've. <laughs> The American people have woke up to a lot of this stuff, uh, and and that's one of them. And so, yeah, it, it could have went off on January 10th. I know it. I know it did, and I know that the courts have it tied up, and I know that nobody's going to comply until the courts have their say. But I'm still not going to tell any of my people, men or women, uh, what to go do. Well, I think I think that. I mean, if that if that that in the example of nurses. If those two don't hit the nail on the head harder than anything else and wake anyone else up, then they're never going to wake up, right? You're in a cabin, in a, in a truck cabin by yourself on a highway. The only interaction you have is like when a little kid like me in the backseat of my parent, you know, would pull the horn so they'd honk. That's the only interaction you have. And there's still two windows separating you. And then again, like you said, the heroes, right? They're keeping the infrastructure going. They're keeping, you know, foods on time. You got bread in the store. You're just on time delivery. You got milk at your Kroger, whatever. Same thing with nurses, right? The heroes, and they are. My mother's a nurse. All of my aunts are nurses. I interview all these doctors. I got into medical school in Miami. I have great respect for the medical profession. I wouldn't have dedicated four years of my life trying to get in there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If I didn't, but we say they're the heroes, they're the heroes, they're the heroes. And then the second they decide the medical professionals, but mind you, the second the medical professionals decide that they want to make their own medical decision, we cast them out, call them plague rats. We say we don't need them anymore. And you go, we're in a pandemic and we're firing all these people. At a certain point, it dawns on you. This isn't about health. It's about control. If during World War II, Eisenhower laid off half the army you'd go, wait, how hard, how hard are we really fighting? What are we doing here? Yeah. So when we yeah. have a collapsing supply chain, we have rising inflation, you can't find anything at the stores, truckers, and we're in a pandemic, as they say, but we're firing the nurses left and right, you have to start wondering, wait, who are the heroes? Just how vital is this? And are they stupid or do they know all along that this has nothing to do with your health? This is about control, about compliance, about finding those who will stand up and hammering them back down. They do. And, and you know, Tommy, truck drivers are the only people, only career that I know of in this country where you have to write down, you have to document what you do 24 hours a day, seven days a week for your entire career. And at some point, everybody has a tipping point. And for the truck drivers across this country, this is it. They're, they're, they're not going to stand for this. And, and I know a number of them. They, they, they've already put out um, uh, numbers upwards of 30% are going to walk away from this industry. And, and why wouldn't they? You know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's gotten to a point to where 
the the administration is especially the, the Biden administration has just tried to put so much control over every facet of our life that um, people are either going to balk and say enough is enough I'm out of here or they're going to do what they want them to do and that's submit throw your hands up and say please just tell me what you want me to do and we'll do it just leave me alone uh, you're not going to find the ladder in the trucking industry. I can assure you that these people are independent. That's why they drive. Yeah, uh, they're out there yeah. by themselves. They're making decisions all the time, every day, all day. And boy, I can tell you what decision they'll make on this one. Exactly. Not only that, but it's you know, <clears throat> let's play devil's advocate. Well, a lot of people say, "Well, just get the shot. It's for your health." It, it it's what it is. Is it setting the precedent? Right. It's setting the precedent. You have to get this to go participate in polite society. Well, if we set that precedent, if we now open that Overton window, well, now it doesn't matter anymore because now you can just shift it. Right. The, se- the last war we declared was World War Two. Well, once you start setting a precedent of you don't need to declare war anymore, you don't need a congressional declaration. Well, now that's that's the big question. Everything subsequent from that Korea, Vietnam, Grenada, Desert Storm, war, uh, global war on terror, drone strikes in Africa. It doesn't matter anymore. We've set the precedent. So the second that That's you can it. start, right, uh, censorship, ban Alex Jones. It's just Alex Jones. And then it's Milo. And then it's President Trump. And then it's everyone, including myself, getting permanently banned from YouTube for interviewing a doctor who said people should take vitamins. So what it is, is it's a precedent. And much like, uh, like, like a forest fire, you can't light a forest fire and hope that it burns down your enemy's cabin. It might, but when your cabin's in that same forest, don't act surprised when the gates of hell open up and you can't control the fire anymore. So everyone's saying, yes, queen, we need vaccine mandates. Well, what that opens up now is what's next, because once we've all allowed it to happen and it becomes entrenched in law, right, then you don't know what comes next. Who knows? You're you're overweight. Well, what about the the fat positive movement. No, doesn't matter anymore. We have now all agreed back in the year of 2021 that the government gets to decide what is for your health. Well, what comes next? Uh, Mr. Kerrigan, you've had you've had your limit of Budweiser this month. What do you mean? I'm 32, 31 years old. If I want to drink with my friend. No, we've set that precedent. Well, then you can just keep yeah. moving it forward. How long until individuals running for Congress? How long until you have to pass a health check? Well, you know, uh, your blood pressure's here, and, you know, if you're going to be one of 535, then we can't have you having this. We're setting that precedent. And so, although it may seem like we're clutching at pearls and being hyperbolic, no, we've seen this again and again with not just our government, but governments all throughout human history. Once you say, all right, I'll let that one go, well, then you've opened it up. If you're in a relationship and I caught you cheating, I'll let this one slide. Well, you've now doomed the relationship and you are going to be abused to the end of time. So now we're just, you know, we're talking a lot and we're doing a lot of rhetoric. What actually will you do to stand up to vaccine mandates, right? Because we can all sit here and bang the drums and say what is right and what is wrong. But seeing as how this yeah, is what we, you're going to go do, what what will you do? Yeah, we're, 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 we're not going to do anything. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to, I will not mandate. I've publicly said that. I'm not going to mandate that, that our employees uh, go get vaccinated, period. You know, but, but Tommy, and, and I don't want to change the subject too much, yeah, sure. but, but you talk about, you talk about the freedoms that, that, that you and I are saying that they're trying to take away with this vaccine mandate. And that's what it is. 
But you look at the onslaught, it doesn't really matter um, what it is. Uh, I take, take, for instance, the political prisoners that are being held up in uh, D.C. You know, that's just an effort to take away your First Amendment rights. It's, it's a long ways around to it. But they're using those people to, to... If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Convert everybody else's will to even want to get out and, and protest. So it's, it's just different. It is different avenues to hammer away at any of our constitutional rights. I don't care if it's Second Amendment, First Amendment, Fourth Amendment, Six, Eight, Speedy Trial, whatever you want to call it. There, there is an onslaught all across the board from this administration to take away our constitutional God-given rights. And, and if it takes standing up something and people say, that's the stupidest thing I've heard of, vaccine mandates, fine, it is. But I understand that that's not the point. The point is to take away my freedom of choice and to, to dictate what I can and can't do as, as, from my healthcare standpoint. They are taking away your freedom. And you've got to stand up. We've got to stand up. I don't care what it is and, and at what point it pops up. So it, it can be that. It t- big tech even. Who in the hell made them be the social justice and the justice over, over what we can and can't say. I don't know who did. You, you know, Tommy, they, they put me in Facebook jail, but they not only did it to me, they did it to my company. You know, and in, and in today's world, the place that you advertise for new drivers and for drivers is through social media, through things like Facebook. And when they shut us off for three weeks, that's bull. That's bull. You damn right I'm coming after them. Yeah. That's that's on the top on my list. Those people need to be broke up. They need to have their section 230, that safe harbor protection. It needs to be taken away. Hell, I'll even go further than that. Take it away from them and give it to the rest of the small businesses across this country. Because I'm telling you, the next big wave from trial lawyers is going to be to sue small businesses over COVID and workers' comp. And we don't have a bit of safe haven. Or safe harbor, but yet people like the big tanks that 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 mess needs to be broken up, and it's and it will be. We will. Joe Kent and I have had the opportunity to speak uh, several times on interviews, and, and I really enjoy talking with them uh, because we can bring two different perspectives to to uh, to anything any topic. He's more of your military person, and I'm more of the small business guy. That and uh, but. There is a group of us from across the country. Now, you know, Washington, the state of Washington, me in Georgia, a uh, guy in uh, Pennsylvania, Teddy Daniels. You got Sabatini down there in Florida. You've got uh, you've got just a number of people that are running on the same agenda, America First agenda. Get out, get 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 off of my constitutional rights, and uh, we're coming to Congress. And when we walk into Congress, we got some clout. And we will get things done and we will get our country back on track. 
it's a beautiful observation that, like you said about the January six prisoners, it's it's nothing. It's nothing about them. What it is, is it's now saying, look, it happens. Look, it happens when you assemble. Right now, you have guys like Dr. Malone and Dr. McCall saying we're going to go peacefully protest in D.C. on January twenty third, and there's a lot of people saying, I'm not going, because they've seen what happens. It's all about setting the precedent. Hey, nine eleven happened. We got to have domestic surveillance. You've now set the precedent. It's been what? It's almost what? Coming up on twenty one years. No questions it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's and, and, and look at what happened. Look at what happened there with the Patriot Act. Uh huh. Look at General Michael Flynn. Uh huh. My God, it's one of the greatest heroes of this country, and and they used that, uh, turned it right on top on him. And uh, that's the type of stuff that's got to be fixed. That Patriot Act needs to be torn apart. Congress needs to have oversight over that. What did they say? What ninety eight percent of the cases that were brought to the to the FISA courts got shoved through without any questions, and and all of them had problems when they when when the DOJ actually went back and did a little bit of an audit. But but Congress needs to be looking at that too. They need to have oversight on it. That's just one more thing. You could go down the list over and over and over where our constitutional rights are being infringed on, and and that's a great example right there. And that's happened, like you said, since 9-11. Look at how it has progressed to the point to where it is today. And and here we are talking about vaccine mandates. Shh. This is exactly Not how, me. It's exactly how it starts with a great book called uh, uh, Shadow Factory, the, the ultra-secret post-9-11 NSA by James Bamford, written in 2003, already discussing the abuses of what's going on in a post-9-11 world. In 2003, I think it was published right mm. when we were invading Iraq. And that was, so yeah, that's 19 years ago. So it's not about, again, it's not about the vaccine mandate. It's not about, no. uh, it's not about surveilling terrorists. It's about slowly, it take, you have to respect your enemy. It's a brilliant game. It's a Rubik's Cube. And they're looking at, they're looking at the checks and balances of the U.S. Constitution. They're going, how do we dismantle it? You have to respect your enemy. They're playing a brilliant game. They're finding, okay, we can't attack it from here. What we can do is look at this boogeyman. We have to do this. Back to Section 230, because, again, I can talk on vaccine mandates because I've interviewed these physicians so many times. I can also talk on Section 230 as someone has been doing this podcast for a little over two years and has been permanently banned from YouTube, which, hey, I take as a, as a badge of honor. But what we are seeing is... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. These are, very much so the private companies, the digital landscape is the public square of our times, right? Just like when radio was becoming a thing or the hot new technology of television, was it the FCC? They put in, you had to put in X number. You couldn't favor one political opponent or one political candidate versus another. We've had laws in the past that have said, hey, no, just like the founding fathers didn't foresee, I don't know, mini guns and nuclear weapons. They also didn't foresee radio frequencies and, uh, you know, big corporations of media conglomerates doing controlling all the channels or even furthermore, Facebook or Twitter or social media on your iPhone. But we have made adjustments along the ways to say, hey, we're living in a new world. We're, 
we're not going back to what the internet's not a fad. It's it's here and it's it's here forever, which is fine. That's human progress. But to say that these are private companies, no, let's call it what it is. This is a monopoly on free speech, what our country is founded on. Because with the free flow and dissemination of information, we can all become what a well-informed and educated populace to move forward. And that's what this republic is founded on. And that's why it thrives and survives till this day, despite what the current administration is doing. So with Section 230, or shutting down, like you said, uh, put you in Facebook jail or your company, you can now see it starts as COVID while well, they're spreading COVID misinformation. Well, what can it very quickly turn to? What if you're a Democrat running against you and you're going, oh, this guy's uh, source of money is here. We could hit him on COVID, get rid of this thing. Now he can't hire new drivers. Bam. Now you're using that thing. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. You're using that thing, COVID censorship, to now politically attack your opponents. If you provide the weapon, the weapon will be used. So this something has to be done. You cannot have one half down the line, the only political candidates and actual active politicians that get banned from social media. It is, listen, if it was like a, like a 60, 40 distribution, I could be like, well, yeah, that's statistics. When it's a hundred percent Republicans are the ones that get banned and no one else, you cannot tell me there's not a bias there. And you cannot tell me with a straight face that there isn't some collusion between those in power using the using the puppet of, well, that's a private corporation, that's not me, banning people. So if you can't tell, as my face slowly starts to get red, <laughs> this is what I'm passionate about. What will you do, as I've asked Mr. Kent, what will you do to repeal Section 230? I'm not even saying that these that they have to be broken up. If you want to go the whole antitrust Teddy Roosevelt route on it, that's one thing. I don't care. Go for it. But even just Section 230... Something has to change because this is the antithesis of what the United States is. And there's two precedents, the radio and the television. We've seen this before. How come all of a sudden we're going, oh, we can't do it with the Internet? And I know that's a kind of huge question and I'm rambling now, but what are you going no, to do? No, that's, you know, that, but, but you can break them up. We have broken up monopolies yep. before. Standard oil. And, and, and this is turned into a monopoly. And you're right. They are the public square. That is where where the discussions take place. And, and, and they have abused that. It has turned into a political tool for the Democrat Party, period. I mean, we saw that when the, when the Trump administration was in there. And it's, it, I have no problem breaking them up. But at the very least, they should be able to be sued and held liable. And they're not. And they have free reign over over all of media. As a matter of fact, they will do their best to take out anybody that comes in to try to be competition, and they can do it. Mm -hmm. They did that with Parler. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, it's fairly simple and straightforward to me. It, it's time to just break up the entire monopoly that they have and let the chips fall where, they way, where they're made from there. I think it'll be a, it'll be a great day when we do it's 100% monopoly, and it's, it's, I would say it's approaching a utility. It has to be broken up. You can't, and when people say, oh, well, you know, you could still assemble elsewhere, not when there's a pandemic with government mandates that say you cannot, you legally, for a year, you legally couldn't assemble in the town square. So we are quite literally forced to use their town square. You cannot say, That's it. you and, cannot and, and say. And they bought up it. Yeah, they've bought up enough of the, the smaller areas. They, they've, they've 
they have created their monopoly. They knew what they were doing. They know what they're doing. And, uh, and now it's time for the American people to step up and, and break this mess up. Mm-hmm. Take care of it once and for all. And that's the only way progress moves forward. You have to shatter these things, standard oil or any railroad tycoons, or even, um, I just had a brain fart. Um, I'm slipping now. If they're the telephone not, industry. Well, yeah, yeah. If they're not broken up, okay. Here's an here's an example. I mean, uh, the 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 Koch brothers were uh, they're lobbying against the sales of a uh, Tesla Teslas in uh, Florida and the sale of. Uh, I remember reading an article in 2011 or 2010 about the Koch brothers uh, lobbying to limit the use of solar panels in Florida, the Sunshine State. Well, eventually, and then but didn't we see, I think, 2015, where we had these weird congressional ties from these congressmen who were getting donations from all the auto companies about not being able to sell Teslas in certain uh, states. Eventually, progress breaks through, and you have a brilliant guy like an Elon Musk who does this, and now there's Tesla stations everywhere, even in a tiny county here in Maryland, or I was up in New Hampshire two weeks ago, and you can find them up there. Eventually, progress does break through, but it's only through repetition and through never giving up and not letting these, because that's what a monopoly does. It's just a, it's a natural law. I mean, it's entropy. You, you, you make a room, eventually, you know, and you get socks on the floor, you get dust everywhere. That's just entropy. These things go to orders, and then they seek to preserve themselves. That's what they always do. You get big enough to where you're the best, and then you start squashing everyone else. And right now, what happens when any politician who just, just so happened to all be Republicans say, I'm going to break up big tech, huh? Well, isn't it kind of ironic that then they get banned and censored and silenced and shadow banned and deplatformed by big tech? So to me, this has to happen, just like moving forward with solar panels or moving forward with Tesla, which then breeds competition and all these other auto companies. Now they can still compete. You just got to make electric cars. That's just the new hot thing. We have to break this up. You know, if you don't like it, make your own. So they make parlor. Well, then what happens a week later? AWS comes in and goes, hey, you can't download the app anymore. That's not that's not what this country is. And anyone that thinks it is, is drinking the Kool-Aid. So how will it be pushed forward? And how will you or Mr. Kent or anyone take action on this? Because I really, there's a reason it's the First Amendment. I really don't see how this republic can continue to grow in any respectable fashion if there is such thing as right think and wrong think. Yeah, no, but and, and that's what I that's where I get back to the point sure. that there is there is a number of us. It's it's not just one or two people across the country, and and you've got a great group of people in in uh, Congress now. They're a small group. Uh, that Freedom Caucus. You got Matt Gates and Green and and uh, Jordan and 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 those got Jim Banks and that crowd. They just need some extra help. And that's where the, the, the Kents and the Collinses and, and the, the several other people across this country is we band together and we, we are able to win our race and we go and step into Congress and we give them that extra leverage they need to shore up these bills and to get them passed. Now, is Joe Biden going to be for that? No, oh, hell no, he's not going to do that. But I tell you what, Donald Trump, when he wins in 2024, He'll be right there and we will break this mess up. So it, it may take us to the point to where we get Trump back in there uh, into the presidency. But uh, I can assure you there's enough of us that are moving. Because, see, I, I know what you're saying. And, and I was the same way. We elect people all the time. 
and and they, and they say all this glorious stuff, man. That sounds like the best thing since sliced bread. And then when they get to Washington, what happens? Nothing. All of a sudden, they're part of the crowd, and and <laughs> that's just not happening this time. It's it's there is an awakening out there. You know, Tommy. This time last year, I was uh, I was making lap pattern laps around the airport over here, just outside of town taking flying lessons. I mean, my, my life was set. Hmm. You know, my wife and I, we were going to travel. I, I had planned on being in the Caribbean this time of the year. And uh, and when this opportunity came up, I, I also had the opportunity at that point to go and speak to a group in Ohio, in Strongsville, Ohio, because like so many people, I was fed up with this mess, but I thought that my role in politics was to help fundraise, to set up my house and help fundraise for people. So I go to Strongsville to talk against Anthony Gonzalez. And when I get there, there are people that are saying, you know, Mike, this is the first time we've ever been here. We don't know what people do. We don't know what you do. And I thought, Lord help. Let's back up a step here. And that's what I told them. You know, we're going to talk about Gonzalez and getting rid of his sorry butt. But this is what you can do. Get involved. I don't care if it's your homeowners association that won't let you fly your flag or it's the board of education who thinks that, that the, every election is, is appointed as a beauty contest. We need partisan politics from the floor to the ceiling, period. Get involved. And I say that because all the way home, I thought, daggum, Mike, you're the one that needs to get more involved. You need to, because you have no agenda. All you want to do is make sure that, 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 what needs to happen in Washington actually happens. And so that's why I got in this race because I, I don't have an agenda other than going up there and doing what's right. And that's what we're going to do. There's, you know, it's no one's coming to save us. No one's coming to help. Don't depend on anyone. As much as I would like to see Trump win, I am more of the mindset, like you said, we got to go do it, right? You're taking flying lessons. That's it. You're taking flying lessons. You're finished, man. You raised your kids. You're like, I'm going to go do this thing. I started this podcast. I could have been a doctor. I started this podcast because I wanted to have fun. And I'm having a blast. I, I love the Cold War. I love reading about it. I love interviewing guys. I love talking about nuclear weapons and UFOs and aliens and, and, and all that. And have on physicians and talk about anti-aging and rocket science and space travel. Everything that interests me. Although always having my political opinions, it's never been enough for me to voice them. I, I don't want this to be the COVID podcast, but I keep having these physicians on because I feel like something's going on. And even now, if a year ago you had told me I was going to interview you or interview Joe Kent or an, another guy running for Senate tomorrow that I'm having on, I would have said you're high. But you get to a point where, like <laughs> you said, something needs to happen and then yeah. The cold kind of the cold water of reality splashes you and it goes, What are you doing? What are you doing to help? And That's you it. have to be the change. You have to get involved. And it's not, well, what am I gonna do? I'm thirty one. How am I gonna run for Senate? You don't have to run for Senate. You can go get involved in your local school board, or you can become a sheriff, or you can just like you said, your homeowners association, so you can fly this beautiful thing. You have to get involved. And once you get involved, not only do you see how easy it is, it's contagious. Other people want to get involved. A year ago, if you said I'd be talking to you about this, I would have said you're high. And if you said, why would I be on that podcast? I'm taking flying lessons. I would have gone, actually, 
well, here's the thing, man, you're running for Congress. You would have said, the hell are you smoking? But that's what yeah. we have to do is we have to start moving in that direction. And you don't even need everyone. The vast majority of people, you get swayed by whatever the center group of power is. If you just make any respectable opposition to what's going on right now, you don't. You just need to tip the ball in one direction. You just got to tip the seesaw in one direction, and then momentum will do the rest. And that's what I think needs to happen. And you have to have guys like yourself or Joe Kent, right? I mean, wife, KIA, raising two kids. He doesn't want to do this thing, man. He did his time, and he's getting out. Mike Durant's running for Senate. The Black Hawk Down pilot who made a pretty penny on his company that he formed, Pinnacle Solutions, which does like simulators for Blackhawks and stuff. That dude could have retired years ago and his kids' kids could have retired. He's stepping up and doing this not because he wants to get involved. I mean, no one, not, let me reword that, not in the classical sense of, I don't want to be a politician. No, because you look around and eventually you go, dude, this isn't good. We need to start doing something. I don't want to do it. I know you don't want to do it. But hey, man, we got to go. It's like when you have the friend that's drinking too much. And so you call up your other friends. You go, I don't want to be the guy. And I know you don't want to be the guy. Bob's Bob's in trouble. Bob's hurting. We got to do this. And that's kind of my rant is I respect what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. We have to be the change we want to see in the world. And Because I've been shoving topics down your throat for the last 40 minutes, last three minutes. Anything you want to touch on that we haven't touched on? No, you know, I, I think you're hitting a nail on the head. Um, and, and, and honestly, I think that's why people see we, we have no we have no blinders on. We have no, no, nothing. It's it's because we see what's going on out there or I do. And, and I'm willing to, to put my business to the side. As a matter of fact, the people that you send to Congress today, Senate or, or House, they better be willing to put everything they got on the line. You better be willing to give up everything because those people up there, that swamp is not easy to drain. Donald Trump proved that. Look at what they did to him for four years. And if you don't think they can't do that to a congressman, uh, you better not get into this game because even it's not just the lunatics on the left. It is the rhinos and the elites and the establishment Republicans up there who don't want to relinquish any power and they will do what they can to take you out. So you better be willing to put that all up when you go up there. And that is probably one of the, I don't want to say the biggest reasons, but that is a huge reason why even you look at the endorsements that we've had in this race. You know, when I got into it, New Gingrich was one of the first people endorsed us right off the bat. Small business person who understands what's going in Washington and needs to change and wants his America first agenda back. Close ally of Trump. You know, we've had Wendy Rogers endorse me, Senator Wendy Rogers, because of our stand on election integrity. There, there's no one else that's been up here to the Capitol steps standing up there demanding that our, our votes be audited. You know, the people that are running in this race, out of all of them, who has actually been doing anything other than standing up? We all know the talking points. Every one of us can. Some of them had to catch up. Some of them, some of them were really bad and off, but they caught up. But who has actually got proof to go with the rhetoric? You know, the fact that I was in Washington, D.C. Joe Kent and I were up there last summer in the hot sun with a row of cops behind us and some crazy guy in front of us talking about he was master of the universe. But who else has been up there to speak on these prisoners demanding that people's constitutional rights be upheld? 
Who else has been out here for 30 years employing people that understands what taxes and regulations are doing and beating the snot out of us every day? That's why I'm at 26%. And, and I tell you what, if you've got people in the 10th district of Georgia, I would love to have your help. I'd love to have your support. You can go to MikeCollinsGA.com. You can use MikeCollinsGA and go across all these social platforms and you can find us. We've got videos. We've got content out there. My website has the issues that I stand on and where I stand, period. There's no wavering here. And, uh, we're going to win this race come next November. We're going to win the primary, and we're going to win the race in November. I'm going to Washington. We're going to join a great group of people up there, and by God, we're taking our country back. Jacked up. Going to work out for the second time. It's Yeah, man. It's Thank you so much. I will put your – this is what I was going to say. I always talk to the Delta Force guys on here, Special Forces guys, including Joe Kent, and uh, a common theme amongst them is them talking about uh, wanting to fight and they say 30 conscripted men equal one volunteer and my logic is is a lot of those guys and women up there right now those are mercenaries their 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 their, their faith and their uh, steadfastness and their dedication to what they're doing it's only as thick as their paycheck when you have guys like yourself who didn't want to do it and were like you know what i was supposed to be in the caribbean but you know kind of cracked the knuckles like now i'm gonna do this that's worth a hundred of them. So although they have the high ground and although they seem to be in power and impenetrable in a monolithic facade, I think it's only a matter of time. And as long as individuals like yourself be the change you want to see in the world, and not just that, even if you have a podcast, even if you don't have a podcast and you just share it on social media, well, what if I get banned? Well, that still red pills people to getting banned. Everything you do, every little thing you do, whether it's a penny or or $10 million, it all adds to the stack in terms of the cumulative effort. So for everyone listening, Amen, brother. don't be disillusioned. Don't give up. Find your spine. Find your balls. And get right with mm-hmm. God. And know that there's more to this world. And so might as well fight evil odds here. Might as well fight while the fighting's good. Mr. Mike Collins, thank you so much. Sam. I appreciate your time, man. Appreciate your time. Thank you. My podcast is your platform. You ever want to come on here and talk? It's all yours, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless. God bless America. Go dogs. Thank you, sir. Recording stopped. Take care, my man.